Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. My name is Erdothorus, and this is the Asgard Podcast. I want to thank my new patron, Lara Johnson, for sponsoring me. Thank you so much for joining the Norn tier. The Creatures of Yggdrasil How many creatures of Yggdrasil are there? In the poem known as Grimnismál, Odin speaks of many creatures who have made Yggdrasil their home. Odin describes that Hel lives under the first root of Yggdrasil. Underneath the second are a multitude of Jötnar. Mankind, he says, has an abode under the third. Odin then goes on to say that more serpents exist underneath Yggdrasil than any fool can imagine. Odin also names these creatures. Here are a couple that Odin has named. Veðfölnir was a hawk that sat in between the eyes of an unnamed eagle at the top of the highest branch on Yggdrasil. This branch, like many things in Norse mythology, had a name. It was known as Lerad. Veðfölnir is an old Norse word. However, the word translates into English as storm pale or wind bleached. Vefalnir trades insults rather vicariously with the dragon Nidhögur, who, as we said, is located at Yggdrasil's third root in Nivelheim. The insults are carried back and forth by the squirrel Ratatoskur, who gains a lot of pleasure from instigating the two. Ratatoskur Ratatoskur is the squirrel that runs up and down Yggdrasil each day carrying the insults between Vefalnir and Nidhögg. Ratatoskur does whatever he can manage to do to keep the hatred between the eagle Vedelnir and Nidhogg fueled. Every time Nidhogger says a curse or an insult about Vedelnir, Ratatoskur will hurry up to the top of the tree and inform the eagle what Nidhogg has said. The eagle was equally rude in his comments about Nidhogg. Ratatoskur just loves to gossip, which is the reason why the eagle and the serpent remain constant foes. Ratatoskur has also been said to represent the communication of neurons firing electrical signals down the spine. Dawin, Dvalin, Dunir og Durathor Four wild stags called Dawin, Dvalin, Dunir and Durathor move about in the branches of the world tree. Moving about the branches they devour the tree's foliage. They are said to be positioned with their necks arched as they consume the leaves. The color of the four is a reddish color. Nidhogg, as was mentioned before, is the monstrous serpent that relentlessly gnaws on the third and deepest root of the Yggdrasil. The dragon does this in hopes he can chew through the root. His goal is to cause the world tree to become unstable and fall. This event would bring about the end of the world. Yet, as we said, Nidhogg is not the only creature that eats away at Yggdrasil. Because of the constant damage to Yggdrasil by the maliciousness of some of its inhabitants, the three Norns must attend to it every day. To heal the world tree, the Norns draw water from Urd's well. They also gather up the sand that scatters around it. Together, they take this concoction and pour it over the world tree. Yggdrasil welcomes the nourishment. This act is enough to heal it from all the damage done, even the damaging gnawing by Nidhogg. Jörmungandr There was one last creature of Yggdrasil not mentioned above. 
This creature is known as Jörmungandr. He is the evil Ouroboros. This serpent was so incredibly large that it encircled the world tree Yggdrasil, biting its own tail. Jörmungandr literally translates into wolf serpent. He was also known as the Midgard serpent, or the world serpent. The events of Ragnarok will be happening when this creature releases its own tail. The Norns In Norse mythology, the Norns are female beings who create and control fate. This makes them the most powerful entities in the cosmos, more so than even the gods, since the gods are subject to fate just like any and all other beings. According to one description of the Norns in the old Norse poem Fautnismaur, there are a great many of them, and no one knows the exact number. Some of them come from the gods, others from the elves, and still others from the dwarves. The poem Völuspá, however, has another grander account of them that has become the standard image that people today associate with the Norns. In Völuspá, the Norns are mysterious beings who don't seem to come from any of the recognized kinds of beings who populate the Norse otherworld. They seem to be a category unto themselves. There are exactly three of them, and their names suggest their ability to construct the content of time. One is Urdur, the past, and a common word for fate in and of itself. The second, Verdante, what is presently coming into being, and the third, Skuld, what shall be. They live in a hall by a well, Urdarbrunnur, well of fate, beneath Yggdrasil, the mighty tree at the center of the Norse otherworld, which holds the nine worlds in its branches and roots. Several different images are used for the Norns' fate-crafting activity through the Old Norse literature. The three most common are casting wooden lots, weaving a piece of cloth, and carving symbols, likely runes, into wood. There's no evidence that the Norns were ever worshipped. A person lamenting his or her fate is a relatively common element in Old Norse literature, and in ancient and medieval Germanic literature more broadly, so we can be sure that if the Vikings had thought it possible to productively petition the Norns to change their fates, they would have. But in the Norse view, fate was blind and utterly implacable. You couldn't change it. All that was left to you was to decide the attitude with which you would meet whatever fate happened to bring. Kvasir Kvasir is a being who was created by the Aesir and Vanir gods and goddesses at the conclusion of the Aesir-Vanir war. The war had ended with a truce. In the tale of the Mead of Poetry, whose storyline picks up where that of the Aesir-Vanir war leaves off, the deities sealed their peace treaty by coming together to produce an alcoholic drink by an ancient communal method. Everyone in the group chewed berries and spat out the resulting mush into a single vat. This liquid was then fermented. In this particular instance, the fermented liquid became the god Kvasir, whose name is surely related to the Norwegian Kvasi and Russian Kvas, both of which mean fermented berry juice. Kvasir was the wisest of all beings. There was no question for which he did not have a ready and satisfying answer. He took up the life of a wanderer, dispensing his wisdom to all whom he met along the road. When he came to the house of the two dwarves, Fjallar and Galar, they killed him and drained his blood into three containers. They told the gods that Kvasir had suffocated from an excess of wisdom. 
The two dwarves then brewed meat by mixing Kvasi's blood with honey, the meat of poetry. All sources were taken from honortheroots.com and norse-mythology.org. If you have any questions, you can send me an email at erdathors at icloud.com, or you can send me a line via Twitter, twitter.com slash Thank you for listening, and have a great weekend.